What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Wednesday, friends. It's me, your old pal, Mark Clare here. Remember me? I'm one of the co-hosts, one of the founders of the old, I say old, old, new, whatever, the Second Print Comics podcast, but it is old in a sense because it's new in a sense. <laughs> Am I confusing you yet? If you didn't know already, if you if you're just tuning in, maybe you missed a few weeks, maybe you took a holiday rest, uh, Remzo and I have wound down the at least regularly occurring, you're going to get it every single Wednesday, show up here every Wednesday for a brand new show, Second Print Comics Podcast. But the Second Print Comics Club, our Patreon is thriving, is bigger than ever. We're doing a lot more bonus content on there, including monthly deep dives. This one you're going to hear a little preview of today. You're going to get about a third of the show. I'm going to set sheet to you guys so you get a taste of what we're doing in the Patreon. This will be public-facing content uh, like Remzo is doing uh, on every Friday. He's doing the weekly wrap-up. You can find a lot of my work over at Bounding into Comics, both in video and written form. So we're doing a lot of stuff out there. Uh, but due to a lot of other stuff we have, it was just too much to keep the main show going. But... I want to give you guys a taste, a taste of what you're missing behind the paywall. And this deep dive we did, uh, this was with our friend and Illuminati-level producer, Eric, who sent us down the arduous task of reviewing all four issues of the Warrior comic book. Yes, this is the Warrior book based on and written by the warrior, the wrestler, the ultimate warrior. This happened. This occurred. Eric not only tasked us with doing this episode, he, as you'll hear in the show, he physically got all of these physical issues because you can't read these digitally at all. You can barely find them physically, but he found physical copies both for myself and Remzo and himself also that we could do this show together. So, uh, Kudos to Eric for putting in all the work and for being one of our great supporters over in the Second Print Comics Club. Be sure to go check it out. We have all sorts of new tiers there. We have a lot more bonus content coming in, and we have a lot more giveaways for any members. You get membership cards. Uh, you get free comics. You get birthday gifts, hardcovers. All depends on what level you're on, but either way, the club is thriving. I encourage you to check it out. Until then, here is this little preview of our deep dive with the warrior. Head over to 
patreon.com slash secondprintpod to get the full episode. Oh, here we are. It is technically speaking, although we've done a thousand podcasts, a hundred podcasts. I don't know. We've done a lot of podcasts. Technically speaking, this is the, the, the beginning of a new era of sorts. This is the first deep dive in the SPC Comics Club. We've had a lot of eras, but this is the SPC Comics Club era. Stay tuned for the next era in a few months, I'm sure. But for now, welcome to the SPC Comics Club. This show is exclusively for the SPC Club members. I might post a little preview of it on the public timeline, but for this whole deep dive we're going to do today, this is only for you, only for the club. Uh, joining me as always, of course, what is that noise? I'm going to assume it's, it's not Eric because he's already muted. So it's only could be. And now it's definitely Remzo because he just muted it. What that was it? a can opener. Are you Sorry. opening beans while you're while you're podcasting? I'm assuming it's your wife. If you want to go ahead and help me secure a 20 percent down payment for a home, please consider entering our giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, you should make uh, you should always have podcast noises to further that that concept. Like if you want to stop hearing these noises, just send more money. This isn't my fault, humble patrons. This is your fault. This is the banking systems and the inflation of the dollar's fault. Do you know what FinDom is? Oh, boy. I, you know, no. Would, would you like to know what it is? I have a feeling I'm going to regardless of what I want. So as, as, a, as a marketer by day and person trying to pay bills and taxes by night, I have encountered many people. One of them was potentially a um a uh, OnlyFans content creator. Let's go ahead and, and just call her that. She was an OnlyFans. Encountered as if it wasn't your entire dream to be an OnlyFans manager. You know, man, the pimping game ain't what it used to be. You know what I'm saying? So I, I tried to get into that business of having to do the shit that these <laughs> This women is how been. desperate he gets when you're not funding comic or comic ventures. People. Hey, man, that, that shit paid for my honeymoon. <laughs> but uh, That's there the was a way to possibly justify it. There was this thing. I mean, <laughs> I, Honey, I did a lot look. of I did a lot. Like if you if you see all these like women on Instagram, like posting stuff that's always trying to get you to click there's on their link. There's a man lane. behind that woman. And his there's a man behind of. that woman. So they, maybe she, Puerto Rican. this client um, wanted, basically, there's this fetish where she would insult people and demand money from them. And it, she was making so much money from that. It was insane. There's a like our degenerate society is going to hell in a handbasket. So I'm not trying to shame customers in any way. I'm not trying to shame our SPC community, but like, you know, Papa's got to eat. Okay. Okay. Well, like speaking of eating, I mean, well, first of all, we should bring in our very special guest. Our do we still call it the Kirby Club? Oh, we changed all the names. He's I know he's part the Illuminati now. Oh, the Illuminati. Illuminati. That's right. He has ascended to the high priest. Right. He is officially the high priest of the SPC Illuminati. This era is so new, I already forget the terminology. But Eric, Illuminati member Eric, welcome back. Your first Illuminati show, I'd say. Hey, thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited about the show today. I am. Excited is one word that could be used. I don't know if it's the exact word I would use. Trepidatious would be one I would use. Uh, nervous, definitely. There's been butterflies in my stomach. Not just all day, but for really since this book showed up at my doorstep, since, since you were kind enough to share these books with both of us, by the way. Hard to, first of all, let's just, let's start at square one. We're going to be reviewing today this, and not just this. Since this is a deep dive, we're going to do all four issues 
of the Warrior comic, written by who, Eric? The Warrior. Yes, The Warrior. Uh, not Jim Helwig, his former name. At the time of this, now we'll do a little backstory. Let's just start from the very beginning. You know who the ultimate warrior, the wrestler is, Remzo. You know who you know who this is before we walked into this. Or are you too young? Like what? Like before I read this, or just yeah? Were you aware of this person before? You no. Wow, really? Holy shit, you're young and uneducated, wow. dude. I'm saying I'm calling it right now. We're gonna do a new show. I'm I'm, I'm just gonna pitch it. It's gonna be for I don't even know what it's gonna be for. Maybe it'll be for a totally different channel. Remzo learns wrestling once in a whatever in a while. We're gonna teach you a little thing about wrestling about the stuff you missed when you were not even in the womb yet. That's a story for another day. But I only know one WWE superstar, uh, Lola Vice. Wait, Uh, wait, no, I know second Lola Vice. I think I know a third Lola Vice. Yeah, I only know Lola Vice. Sorry. Who are you? Who is that? Brother, you got to look at Lola Vice. Okay, well, she's whoever that is, is not in WWE. I can I can tell you that she she is. I think isn't that isn't that all WWE? Because I'm sure she's thick if if you're. Yes. If you're this yes. excited, I, like, I, I know you, I think. Well yes. Do you want to do some live Instagram research? Keep pull it up on the screen. Oh, she's on NXT. I don't really watch NXT lately, but uh, she's a current. Okay. So that technically counts. You win, Rems. That's the, that's the one wrestler you've heard of. That's I have a type. You've heard of other wrestlers. So you've heard of The Undertaker. John Cena, but I've never you've seen him. You've, no, you cannot see him. <laughs> Point is, when Eric and I grew up, and when we first yeah. became friends, we had two things in common, comic books and pro wrestling. And Eric's right. dad used to always buy us the pro wrestling pay-per-views, so sure enough, I was at his house for every single one of those things. A prominent fixture of, I want to say by the time we were watching, Warrior was probably mostly gone from WWE, wouldn't you say? I mean, I think... I would after say like, so. Yeah, and then he was probably... It might be just before he started appearing in WCW like way past his prime. Oh Um, yeah. So that's a story for another day, but this is the ultimate warrior, the wrestler. His real name in real life was Jim Helwig was because he did pass away. Unfortunately, maybe I want to say like a decade ago at this point, uh, at right after he, like literally he, he came back to be inducted into, into the WWE hall of fame. He did a hall of fame speech, appeared at WrestleMania, came out the next night on raw and gave another speech like, and said, you know, hi to the crowd, shook the ropes. And the next day he had a heart attack and died. Can Fuck. you believe that, Remzo? I'm over it now because it's been a while, but I mean, I, I really you saw that like, man die. No, you didn't see him die in the ring. I'm saying he, didn't he die died the, ring. the next day. Oh, he appeared on TV. Like it's kind of, it almost sounded like a farewell. And then he died. Almost like he kind of knew he was like, you know, almost like he was holding on just to do That's this one last. Still so metal. Ring. But look, yeah. the point is for many children growing up in the eighties. Yes, there was Hulk Hogan. But if you grew up at a certain age, someone came up that seemed way fucking cooler way more badass. He literally channeled the energies of the gods and the thunder and the lightning into the wrestling ring. That wrestler was the man known as the ultimate warrior. I first saw him. My first memory of the ultimate warrior. You can tell yours in a second, Eric, my first memory of the ultimate warrior. My dad would take me to, he took me to SummerSlam, which is in Madison square garden. However, either it was sold out or my dad was just cheap and found this other way to take me to see SummerSlam, which was like, on something called closed circuit television. It's basically when you watch a pay-per-view, but in a movie theater. Uh, So he took me to that. And the honky talk man had been the intercontinental champion for like a year and a half. He was terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. Honky tonk man. Oh my God. This is why we need to do the show. Maybe we'll start with that. Remzo learns the honky tonk man. So let's, let's take it. Remzo, Remzo, Eric, would you like to describe the honky tonk man for Eric? Welcome to the show, by the way, Eric. I don't think we even brought you in. You just, how's it going? Eric's Honky Tonk Fan was a Elvis impersonator. 
uh, who wrestled in WWF. I have to show. All right, I have to show. He's fantastic. We have to pull up the honky tonk man right now. Just the honky tonk man. We we can't go any further until you've seen this man. Legitimately, like very good Elvis impersonator. I mean, all things considered, for a wrestler, I would say a pretty damn good Elvis impersonator, to be honest. Good wrestler too. Honky. Um, he was a good character. Good wrestler might be going a little far with things. I want to say for the record, I have nothing against wrestling. I've just never been into it. But you know what's what I didn't realize until we started doing this show that the overlap between comic book fans and wrestling isn't just a sliver. It's a lot. Here's the hoggy talk, man. Holy shit. There's a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of photos of him. Man, he's in the fat Elvis era. Pick your favorite. But I mean, that, that's him older, obviously. But yeah, this is him probably more around the time of. Uh, all right, there's him. That's him. That's the young hungry. He looks hunky. like Mr. Incredible if he was a human being. Unlike. Hey, he, was um, a, he was a really good heel. A good one. There's a good one. Unlike wow. real Elvis, there's no there's no skinny honky tonk man. There's old and young, but mm-hmm. there's only fat honky. <laughs> there's no, there's no version of, of. Actually, he's not. He's not looking too bad there. He's a little spelt there. He can carry it. I mean, yeah. you can tell he just put it just like Elvis. I mean, now, now this is him a little more modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we've, we've seen enough honky. Honky tonk. For the time being. Uh, honky tonk man was hated because he, ne- he, he never lost. You know, the crowd hated him. He was a great heel, as they say. And he would always end up keeping the title in like annoying ways. Like you get counted out. You don't lose the title if you get counted out. You get disqualified. Someone would help him win. Cheat to win. This and that. And then the warrior comes in out of nowhere. He was replaced at the last second. It was supposed to be outlaw Ron Bass who got injured in an angle before that comes in, runs into the ring. And you know what we hear? You know what we hear? No one knows what's going to happen now. Like they just say like, Oh, there's a mystery opponent uh, for honky talk pants. So I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. And then I hear, I hear this. The warriors music. Oh my God. It's the fucking ultimate warrior. What does he do? He runs down to the ring fucking shakes the ropes like 60 miles per hour 60 miles per hour according to gorilla monsoon close lines the hockey can't talk man close lines the hockey talk man again lifts him up for the gorilla press over his head drops him splash one two three hockey talk rain is over the warrior has ascended from popular wrestler i would say to true superstar at that point and it was almost i think it was a year and a half later no was it even that long Cause it was, yeah, it was a year and a half later at WrestleMania six that he would face Hulk Hogan one-on-one in the main event, the battle of the, what do they call it? I don't know. The battle of something. And it was epic. The and it was battle the greatest of thing something. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's still, it, it still holds up. It's such a great match. Cause they were literally the two most popular wrestlers that you could imagine at the time. And it was a historic clash that was won by spoiler alert. The Ultimate Warrior Hulk, and Hulk Hogan. This is a time just like Honky Tonk. You think Honky Tonk Man hadn't lost? Hogan almost never lost. He had lost a couple of years. I think three years earlier, he had lost the title in a screw job to Andre, uh, to Andre the Giant. But L- Hogan losing clean. Oh, clean, from the meaning, prince, from the from the princess. Uh, yes, that's Andre the Giant. That movie. Wrestler yeah, know. yeah, I, I know, know that Hulk guy. Hogan. You also know Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You probably also know Jake the Snake Roberts. I hope maybe. That's right. Did no, no. too much. Okay. Well, anyway, we can't we can't have it all. I know uh, on another episode of Remzo learns wrestling. Okay. Anyway, this is all to say the warrior was a big fucking deal. All right. And then he got on the outs with Vince McMahon left wrestling kind of showed up in WCW at some point came back. And then one day, <laughs> one day, I, I don't know what year did this come out, Eric? Do you know? 
Yeah, I think it was. I think it was ninety six. Of course, this is not a normal book, so it doesn't have like normal copyright stuff. In it. Did he bother <laughs> to copyright this? Ninety six. Ninety six. So okay, this is right between him. I think he he made a, a brief re. Actually, this is pre. He, this is before NWO. his second. This is before yeah. his re- first return to WWF. Actually, when he fought Triple H at, at WrestleMania. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he was still in wrestling. So he was between WWF after leaving, but it's before he returned. So I think he wasn't wrestling at the time, but he would soon come back at WCW. Right. And then, so where did I hear, where did we have websites at? I'm trying to think where I first heard about the Warrior comic. Where did I hear about this? How did I know about this? I didn't, I didn't buy it. I, I knew about it. I remember it at the time. Do you remember anything about this at the time? Uh, I may or may not you're have already this copy. Defe- you're already defeated. I, What's that? I may or may not have owned this, Mark. This may or may not have been my fault bringing this into your world. Oh. Okay. I probably was at Comic and Baseball Plus, saw the Warrior That's sitting right. on the shelf. And I probably picked it up. Okay. How did indie books get across the stores? Because the more I look into this, I've been looking a lot into like what Eastman and Laird were doing with TMNT. They had to like physically deliver books to comic book stores. So when you think about that, like it was only like within like a certain geographic region where you're going to get this unless you could hawk out, hawk out the money to have it mailed to you. But for a book like this, I mean, I don't see some, I, I mean, I see the potential being nationwide, but I don't believe this was something that was really accessible uh, throughout the country. I don't think well, so. Well, I mean, well, maybe it, you tell me. Well, it, it certainly was. It might have been accessible, it, it had, but I don't think it was going to be commonly found if you weren't looking for it. Well, it had, the, it had name recognition with the Ultimate Warrior, right? So he was pushing that a little bit. So, you know, there was, right. you know, at, at least morbid curiosity. Uh, from people who wanted it and there was the crossover between wrestling fans and comic book fans so this was probably in some of the trade magazines you know back in the day you know in some of the free previews that's probably this probably came up and this is probably you know where it got into the comic book stores and people were like oh ultimate warrior i like him this book's gonna rock that makes a ton of sense i guess it does um what doesn't make sense is warrior's philosophy known as distrusity and before you can even get into this book, this is we're going to start by looking at issue number one. Again, we have the physical fucking comics here, which is exciting stuff. Thanks to Mr. Eric. Not only does he fund us, but he also sends us the books to read. Should, I tell, you, case, should, I, should I tell a little bit of the story about how I got these? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's a deep so, dive, baby. We're going. That's every, right. This is this way. is a deep dive. So I believe at the end of 2020, in one of the recap episodes, you mentioned the Warrior comic. And how you wanted to cover it in one of the episodes. Be careful. That's a classic case of be careful what you wish for. Yep. (laughs) And you you you, on public airwaves. That's right. You mentioned my name and you're like, Eric might have these. So the next year I went to the local con. Fast forward one year. Fast forward. I remembered. (laughs) I went to the local con and I found a copy of them and I sent them to you. These sat because you said I needed to find a copy for Remzo as well before you would do a review. <laughs> I was trying everything I could do. I'm like, even if he finds one copy, there's no way he finds two. Okay, so we're in Vegas for Mark's wedding. <laughs> oh, no. And Eric got, haven't, haven't even gotten there yet. You're years, <laughs> you're years ahead. Yet. Fast forward a year. Fast forward a it's year. A multi-year. This, is, <laughs> this show is three years in the fucking making. Is this it? is like the How I Met You mother of this, this show. <laughs> Fast forward a year, I find copies for myself on eBay. <laughs> so you didn't have your originals? 
I did not have my originals, no. What happened to them? I probably threw them in the garbage. Did people pray they were in your prize section? <laughs> they, were, they were not, no. They were yeah, in history. It doesn't sound like you're practicing distrusity very well. I did not practice distrusity. Well, they didn't bring me joy, and they um, you know, they didn't fill my world, so they had to go. You, you understand distrusity. That's right. So <laughs> You just teach a course on distrusity, now, now, and someone's got yeah. to carry on the war. And then it. the next con I went to, I found pristine copies of these books. Really? All five of them, including the Christmas special that I gave to Remzo, that I brought to your wedding in Vegas. The best copies that you had? <laughs> Tried to hand deliver to Remzo. We got too drunk, forgot to exchange them, and, it's in Vegas. and then I had to mail them. <laughs> so this is, a, this, this is a podcast about two and a half years in the making. Wow. Wow. Epic. That's probably about the time it took to get all these issues out. I, I feel like these could not have been on a normal release schedule of any kind. I, I have no idea. Here, let me just look. I mean, they're all in here. Issue four, issue one was May 1996. Let's see when issue four came out. Holy fuck. Cannot even read. Like, this is impossible. Issue four is, I, I'm not going to say anything. Look what they're advertising, by the way. Issue, yeah. issue five is coming. Five, yeah. Issue yeah. five on the way. Issue five on the way in May. Anyway, I'm bad at, I'm bad at this, but yeah. This is a Valley Entertainment bullshit. We hope you uh, like issue one because issue two of Exo Manowar will come out next year. If That's right. only this had the quality. Maybe we should. Is there is there like you know how Steamboat Willie is public domain? What do you think Warrior IP becomes public domain? Maybe we should write issue number five. You know, we can call the Warrior Hotline and find out. <laughs> We when this was uh, when this was published, still active. Do you want me to um, call it? <laughs> something else I should let you know about Remzo. Uh, this man, the warrior, was so committed to his character, he legally changed his name from Jim Helwig to simply Warrior, and that's why in this book, when you see the credits, it's written by Warrior. That's not a pseudonym; it's his legal name. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Warrior. That's correct. So this he's is my like dad. Warrior. He Prince. has kids, and his they, his kids have to say, "This is my dad, Warrior." <laughs> so he's like Actually, the artist formerly known as Prince. Their name, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Except he's just That's Warrior. Right. He's not formally known as anything. He's. Yeah, I guess he's formally known as Jim Helwig. James Helwig. Warrior. Man, I. So his tombstone says Warrior. It does. I'm sure it does. Damn. I mean, I haven't been there, but I. I wonder where he's buried. You want to go? Yes. What do we do? Ghost hunters to the warrior's grave. We bring back the old show. Ramsey's old ghost hunting shows. I mean, might as well. I don't know if I'd want to be haunted by the warrior.
Dude, there are really worse people. Now. You could be hunted by one of those Japanese chicks. He just tries to sell me issue five of his comic. I'm like, dude, it's not coming out. Just you hear the theme it. song behind you the as you're walking he back doesn't, to He hasn't car. moved on yet, so he's just like waiting for issue five to come out and for everyone to Damn. rave about the... And he will like, kill somebody you love every day until the fifth issue is finally published. That might happen. That's a cool movie. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I've been avoiding this for about 20 minutes of this podcast, so are, are we ready to dive into this thing? Folks? Let's go balls deep in this. All right. Well, I think uh, my first note that I have is good luck getting past the intro page about distrucity. <laughs> and here That's right. I, I put a couple notes about had about distrucity. I said that distrucity is both a galaxy, a philosophy, and a way of life. <laughs> it's all right. of those things somehow. Um, I, I, Eric, I feel like you, of all the three of us anyway, probably understand distrucity the best because did you or did you not read all of the inside covers? Uh, so the inside cover is actually the same printed in all four. So if you've read oh, the first is? one, oh. you've read all four. So why do they just make it so much harder to read in the other ones? And uh, so totally different font. So the inside cover on Distrucity, it's Distrucity in the, in the first one. So let me show it to the to the to the viewers. Yeah, it's all about Distrucity. Right. So this one's printed in different parts of the other three books. The front page We'll, we'll, we'll get to the front page, but it's a little bit different in the other three books. And it gives you a key to decipher it. There's no key to deciphering the nonsense that is in book one up front. Okay. So. so we will return to that later. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm nervous because I'm like chewing ice now. You know, that's what people do when they're nervous. I like the Sure City way more than Islam. <laughs> Great. Now there's going to be a uh, guys ever see the curb your enthusiasm where they put the fatwa on Larry. No, you see that that would require them being patrons and getting past the paywall for this. People, you don't understand. The SPC club is about to get way darker than you've ever imagined it to be in a lot of ways. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole page, but I will just read briefly the definition of distrucity posted in in the upper right hand corner. There's several, as you might imagine. (laughs) Distrucity, trifold in its definition, therefore meaning, one, the name of the galaxy and warrior wherein the terrain of testament lies. Two, the living of one's life in the way of a warrior, according to a warrior's eight disciplines. So even already in number two, we have an eight, eight discipline subcategory. Those are as follows. Physical, beliefs, moment of mastery, attitude, commitment, association, integrity, and wisdom. That's all under number two definition. Number three, the creating of a truce between one's destiny and one's reality, promising to stay true to what one is destined to be, yet accepting what is the now. Dot, 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 one's reality. <laughs> Seems like a run-on sentence to me. But uh, Remzo, how are you feeling about distrucity after that description? Still still better than Islam? Still better than Islam. Okay, Eric, distrucity or Islam, go. I um, don't have to answer that. I think I think both are very acceptable if uh, you know both have their merits applied the right way. Both under extreme conditions could get too far. That's right. Um, All right. Well, I'm I'm just glad you saved us. I have notes. I don't know if my notes are going to make any more sense than the book itself, but we're going to try. I might make this like a reading class. We might have to go around the room and assign you certain passages to read because there's no way I'm reading this whole thing myself. There's no way we're going to collectively read this whole thing, but. Maybe yeah, so I, think, I think it's worth showing a little bit, a little bit of For the sure. pages here. Yes. So every page. What is this outfit, is by the way? He sh- never wore this in wrestling. This is like a leot, a purple leotard. 
What so I think this is I think this is the phase where he was wearing a where he was wearing a onesie. I don't remember, remember him he did, ever wearing a onesie. When was that? He did. There was there was you know there was a couple of matches where he did wear a onesie. Okay. Oh, I know what you mean. It, that yeah. was when he first came back at WWF. I think that's right. But it wasn't this it was purple onesie. It was, like, it, was like, it was not this one. No. Mm-hmm. So every single uh, page on here has blocks of text. Just like blocks of text. Ones thought, that are hard to read. My favorite Zoom is how Warrior bit. thinks. I, oh, this is so funny. I was about to say this, and I turned to my notes, and I put this in my notes. I said, Warrior thinks he's fucking Neil Gaiman here with, with, all, his, with all his fancy words. Well, they're not fancy words. They're oh, just, he's just not like Hickman giving us flowcharts. There are no flow. I could use a flowchart. Are you kidding me? We should. Maybe we got, we're going to recruit Jonathan Hickman to write issue five and do the flowchart that ties it all together. So much cuckolding now. I, they, you know, if we made this, there would be some market for it. I don't know how we can make it. We probably have to, well, probably call the hotline. For starters, talk yeah. to the warrior estate, Dana warrior, his wife, that's her name, by the way, her, his wife's name. This makes no sense by the way, because his full, his full legal name is warrior. But then now that made her legal name, Dana warrior. So like her last name is his full name because he has no first and last name. This is not a joke. Her legal name is, is X wife's legal name. Not X. I guess they, he, you know, widowed wife is Dana warrior. Man. Think of it though. Like 500 years, like one of his grandkids who hopefully still knows his gender will have to reveal his family name. And this is going to sound like what people sound like when they come from like Scotland or Ireland. It was like, it was our clan, our clan fury or something like that. And we were full of fury. And that's why my name is fury. Yeah. My dad was a warrior. I don't know why those kids are Irish too. My dad was a warrior. And that's why we're the warriors. Exactly. Like what's why we wear purple leotards. Yeah. It's like, they won't get it now. They will revere these comics. as like sacred text because now the world has just fallen between Destrucy and Islam because we fulfilled the destiny of completing the final issue. Oh man. Destrucy All right, Eric. It's like the new crusades. Eric or Remzo. I don't care who, who wants to volunteer to read the first little paragraph out loud just to give us the vibe. Eric, because I have to go find my issue real fast. Unbelievable. Oh, Unbelievable man. man. I was waiting for a pause because it's in a box on top of there. I go, didn't go. grab it in time. Go I get it. it. Eric and I, I are going to chat. We're I, can read the, f- I can right. read the first All paragraph right. here. All right. All right. Go do that. While it might take me as long as <laughs> Remzo's got as long as Remzo's back. Plenty of time. Between knowledge of what is life I'll and what is death. I'll do air quotes where they're needed. Lies a battlefield of purpose. Before all beings. Air quotes. In its simplest form, we are all animals, affected by evolution, seeking survival of self, i.e. being. Within the earth plane, survival of self only exists by the consistent challenges and negotiation of rules and regulations. It's exhausting. Heavy, heavy stuff. And then for some reason, he, you know, I don't know why this like artistically was done. His narration is in this yellow box. And then it just continues in the green, uh, like outside of any box for no particular reason. Um, yeah. So they, they do us the favor of explaining this at the beginning of issue two as how to, to read the book, how to read the book. Why don't you just, now that Remzo's back, because I never read that shit. Maybe it would have helped. Why don't you, can you give me a summary of how you're supposed to read this book then? Yeah. So they have, they have different colors uh, based on what voice is talking at the given point in time within this book. Okay. So the would have been nice uh, to know ahead of time, but okay. Oh, absolutely. So it's reversed in the first book, <laughs> because and then it. changes in the second book. So in the first book, the red is going to be the introspective side, 
aka his folk, which is focus. Oh my god. Yep. Oh, these so are instead the of the aspects word, of the warrior. That is correct. These are the aspects of the warrior. So in this book, what issue is one, I see yellow and I see. You'll see. I'll show you. Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. So right here, for top of page two. Okay. Red. We should. We the should red and yellow books. looks. Red and yellow look very uh, similar in this book. Yeah, that's my other issue. They're not picking yeah. different enough. Like, give me green Correct. and and red or something. That's right. So the yellow in this book is going to be the aggressive side of the warrior. So that's the animalistic nature. See, wouldn't you of make the, the red the aggressive side? This is already just the color. Yeah, they the changed world. that. And they change it in book two, so right, that's so they correct. The book one's wrong. Reimagine right. the color schemes. And then not until book two do you see purple. Purple are going to be the ribbons or the banners. So those are the tassels that come off his arm. That talk to him. All right. <laughs> tassels. It took me like three issues to realize the tassels were sentient, and that was yes. like part. It took me a while. I thought he was just talking to himself. Luckily, yeah. I don't know if that made that if that clarified things or if it made of. it much worse. So he's on the second page here. We have this huge. I, I will say off the bat, of all the things in this book that are bad, the art's not that bad. The art's okay. Yeah. Like it's it's. I, and how they they translate? I'm sure it must have been a task to translate warriors' insane thoughts into art of some kind. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. cool. They see kind of warrior, like, I guess, emerging into this other universe, shedding himself of the, of the, I don't know what's going on. I was going to try to pretend. I don't know what's happening. Something's happening. Something's yeah, so happening he is, to the warrior. So he is, he is getting torn from, from one realm to another. And he is getting, really he is getting tested and brought down to the, um, what, what do they call it? The terrain of Testament. To you be really tested. understand this. You actually get this. <clears throat> I had to, I, I went back and read this more than once. Okay. Uh, because so in your life? Uh, back in, I've read this probably three times, oh, wow. twice, twice for this particular show, but I've flipped back pages. Cause I'm like, I don't understand what's Did going on here. Did you ever get here. all the way through it when you first bought it as a teenager? No, because I didn't, I didn't know issue four existed until recently. It, ba- it barely exists. <laughs> we'll, yeah, get, we'll get to that. It's something. Yeah. All right, well, he ends up, this whole process winds him up in what I call, well, he calls it the Terrain of Testament. I call it in my notes, Volcanic Crater Place. So he's in Volcanic Crater Place, a.k.a. the Terrain of Testament. He still thinks he's Neil Gaiman. So now he's, even though they haven't decoded this for us, now he's, this is his focus talking? Is that correct? The red red, red here is his folk. Oh, his folk. What the fuck is that? Folk is focus. Okay, they yeah, had to. Okay. They changed the word for no reason whatsoever, other oh, right. than confuse. He does all these weird things where he comes up with new words that are basically the regular word. Right. The word adrenaline. <laughs> the word adrenaline like here is is jet jacked. Oh right, jet jacked. That, that, do we jet jacked. That? I think we don't get that till later. Later issue. Oh sorry. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. By the way, <laughs> adrenaline. I said adrenochrome. Adrenaline is called jet jack in this world. That's right. Yeah. So uh, you know. So here's what I'll do. We'll go through this book. I'll read my notes, my interpretation. You'll correct me. You'll, you'll tell me where I went wrong and, and how I, I didn't really. So what I put, I put, I put here, he dies and is reborn and starts time and restarts time question mark. <laughs> so where, uh, where am I? Am I off about this? Did that happen? What do you think? Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's my guess. I have, I have no idea what happened here other than, you know, he, he, Seems to be crashing onto the train of testament to get tested, 
And then he gets up and starts running. And what's so weird is that like, yeah, it does seem like this, this terrain of Testament is like a proving ground of sorts, but he's so weird with words. It's like it's the yeah. word Testament is different than the word test. Just cause they have the same word in it. <laughs> like he's just like, Oh, you get tested here. Let's call it the terrain of Testament instead yeah. of the terrain of testing. Like he just changes words. My like, first when, <laughs> Yeah. My first notes for the, for the first couple pages here is he runs spewing gibberish for pages yeah. and stops at a shoreline. I said, he travels his barren planet still monologuing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's not very phased. He's kind of just like accepted that something's about to go down. So, That's yeah, right. So he's, he's traveling around talking in his different voices, his folk, and then his yellow. What's the yellow one again? The, the yellow is his aggressive side in this. So book. his yellow aggressive side and his folk side are I, I, talking to each other as he, he gets out of the volcanic crater area and seems in a more of a, regular barren planet you know he goes he goes through like a, a, a winter wasteland a jungle a swamp he ends up at the beach here and finally he sees the warrior symbol in the sky it's not clear mm-hmm. where he's seeing it yeah, i guess in the, the sky. warrior symbol yeah like the it's, the, signal? it's, it's yeah. his insignia yeah it is pretty much uh, close to the bad signal actually it's, it's his right. little insignia and he sees that he says he must bring inside what is outside Deep inside, this is the folk again talking. Thought of what is, searches for memory of what was, shattering its sleep, awakening the truth of the self's perception of it. Destrucity? (laughs) He has question marks after destrucity. That's right. Uh, He's safe and protected, loved for, cared for. He's now his his costume has withered away, so he's basically naked, except for the the purple boot part is still there as he just is pondering destrucity. That's right. And now some weird shit. Now things get really weird. He has a Lion King moment. Take it from here. Somebody help me. Anybody. It's un- so it's this a- alone. I was trying to figure out what's going on. In so, he's at, so he's at the shore and he's decided to, you know, reenact the Lion King. So he just touches the water and then he's yeah. like set in stone as if as in a father, father. And then like, you know, Simba's dad, Mufasa. He like, you know, you see like this Odin type motherfucker and he's just like, yes, son, yours I have been. Which I'm like, what era is he from? Why is he talk like Yoda? <laughs> like father yours I have been. Yeah. So then, you know, Mufasa dad is like from a time and place not yet complete in its memory as it has been in many lifetimes. Shall it be now? I don't know what the fuck that means. Your conception challenged in the living of your life as a warrior, balanced in the definition of disciplines, destrucity. I come only as a vision, wise and of and of knowledge, sorrowful. I cannot express my emotion. I'm gonna stop there. I'm not saying I don't think that creators have creative license to be different or to get away with things. Like you know, my favorite authors tend to not always you know they 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 can they can bend language they can they can make some grammar mistakes this makes no fucking sense oh he's not he's doing a lot more than bending language here my friends he's just this <laughs> he is, is like re, word soup he is, this is a full-on remix this of is the word, very word soup is is well said so basically he just goes on to tell him he's fucked and that shit's gonna go down and then mufasa dad disappears while warriors like cutting himself i don't know this is his blood yeah, some, somewhere in somebody here his else's hands got blood. bloody it gets like he's having this vision of like some past thing that happened or maybe he's fighting somebody then he's holding a woman but then in this world his hand is bloody and then like 
the blood drips into the water as his dad dissipates into being a water creature. I don't know what's going on, but in the end of this thing, he like he also sees his uh, who he calls his angel. He sees a vision after the the dad disappears. He sees a vision of this woman who I guess is you know his his love in the other dimension, the other universe. And since he sees her and he's a fucking idiot, he just dives into the water and swims to the bottom of the water as he continues to talk. Well, in these two he, voices. So he dives into the water because hold he's my folk feeling others folks. It's like on me. It's like he's so he sees so he sees creatures behind him. Was must uh, it's like right what, what is creatures fuckers. behind him? Yeah. No, I got to read this again. Remzo just read it. I'm going to read it again. Must hold my folk feeling others folked on me. <laughs> yep. What? That he's got to stay focused because but if you put the word focus in there, it does make sense. Like kind of the sentence wise, like it's like, oh, Mark, just get with the get with just the use the word focus. The program. Why use this other word that's almost the word? <laughs> because it's the warrior. Like if you're gonna invent a new Mark, language, you're embarrassing me language. in front of the high priest. I'm sorry. Yeah, the high priest of Districity. Look, if you want to be this is the book of Districity. <laughs> this is this is the great book of Districity. We should legitimately turn this into a religion. We should. We could get this thing. We could make this it. thing a tax openly exempt enterprise and just openly Absolutely. say what we're doing, just like Elon Hubbard. Like we'll just say it. Yeah, we're making a religion to make money. What are you gonna do? It's you got you got to recognize it. it's our belief. We have a Bible. <laughs> Good luck trying to figure it out or track it down. Right. Who wouldn't want to get folked? Hey, this thing makes way more sense than the Quran. You know, um, I will say it makes more sense the second time around, shockingly enough. I, I think if I read this 20 times, I might start to get it by the end. It's because you go crazy. So he's under the water. <laughs> he's under the, yeah, I guess you just lose your mind. Then it makes sense. My journey home begins now. The student is ready. Are you getting ready? He's look at the difference in the colors here. It's like, it's so weird. It's like a different person colored every page. He bursts out of the yeah. water. Look at all these planets around. This is a wild universe. Bursts out of the water. And he's saying, I don't understand this. It's the Trina Testament. He says, Get my ready. journey begins here. The student is ready and you are not. And suddenly he's battling all these hooded guys and he's mm-hmm. not, he's not in the water anymore. So how does Eric, he know they weren't just there to help him? Because they're hooded and they look, they look Where evil. The fuck did they, well, they also have warrior eyes. They have the warrior symbol in their they eyes. They also have the warrior symbol in their eyes. So. <sighs> If someone They're had a tattooed on their forehead, I wouldn't be going attacking them. I'd be confused. So, I would be confused. For well, his, his dad, if you go back, uh, awesome. you don't want to go back. But if you go back, his dad told him to get prepared for a challenge. That's what that all that all what he was saying there was get prepared for a challenge to become the warrior. Because he's not the warrior here. He has become the warrior yet. He's just James Helwig. That's right. Well, suddenly he's battling these dudes in cloaks and it's fucking on. So that happens. Battles these guys. He even says it's on now. This is a quote. Probably the most coherent sentence I've read in the whole book so far. <laughs> All right, my turn to do a little reading as he battles these guys. A warrior placed within battle becomes forcefully fierce, concrete in connection, precision in decision, devastating in destruction. Holy crap. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm going to pause right now. I'm not going to pause the recording or anything to tell everybody instead of editing something later. If you're listening on the public feed where I will post a preview for this to hear the rest of this madness, go subscribe to the second print comics club on Patreon, patreon.com slash second print pod. Your show ends now. Good night.
When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.